If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is- the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Apparently, this is going to be a wildly insulting hour as well, offensive in every possible way. Half of that's going to be because of Chris and Michael. Chris, I did not say this. This was not my question. Chris asked why women aren't funny. I'm going to answer that question in just a moment, and then we'll get to women wearing high heels, and then we'll get to back to politics. <laughs> In the news. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. The noose. No, we have to get to the news right now, Chris. And then, yes, I'm in a good mood tonight. I mean, I'm generally in a good mood. I'm taking phone calls. I think it's been a week and a half since we've taken any. I never take them. I never. I don't really take guests very much. I don't take phone calls. Tonight's different. I'm just in a good mood. 877-377-4373. Now, I realize we have a bunch of new listeners. Just had a talk with Premier today, and yes, uh, the show is growing rapidly, to put it mildly. So I realize there are a bunch of new listeners who may not be aware of the fact that I'm a jerk. So allow me to clarify. This show, when it comes to phone calls, is not like any other show you've ever heard. All right? When I go to you, one, be ready. Two, no small talk. No, hi, how are you, love the show, love the, no small, the only small talk that's allowed 
is if you're calling in on your Pure Talk phone, you can reference that, and that gets you a free fart sound. Other than that, when I say your name, you know, uh, Ferdinand and San Francisco, go. You get right to the point, all right? I mean, right into the point. This is your license to be rude, like me. 877-377-4373. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Stanford is apparently a hotbed of racism these days. Noose found at Stanford University is probed as a hate crime. Get ready for this. Look, this harkens back to a darker time. In an email to students and staff, university officials said campus safety authorities immediately removed the noose and and, and retained it as evidence after it was discovered around 745 Sunday outside of Branner Hall. Campus police have interviewed students and maintenance workers trying to find out when the noose had been put on display and identify potential suspect or suspects. And then, of course, we have to go into the standard. We can't state strongly enough that a noose is a reprehensible symbol of anti-black racism and violence. Why is this funny now? Why are you rolling your eyes and snickering as I read the story? Why am I reading my eyes and snickering as I, as I read the story? Because remember, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. And I really do find this to be fascinating. And we're going to continue doing, we're going to do a long exam of this as the show goes along. Because I think this is fascinating. Just pause. We're doing a quick rewind. Remember I told you two, three weeks ago, I don't remember when it was. I took the wife out to go see a comedian here in Houston. Uh, Arnez J is his name. He's a black guy. Great. Hilarious. One of the old kings of comedy guys. And we love comedy shows. So we're always going out. And remember, I just said he was a black dude. And at one point in time, we're in this, it's a significant comedy club, but it's not you know, Madison Square Garden. So it's intimate in there. At one point in time, he does one of the, okay, hey, let's get serious things where he's done telling jokes for a minute or two. And he seriously starts to do this weird thing where he says, hey, there's a, <clears throat> there's a race war coming in this country. They are against us. And uh, we, we black people, we really need to, we need to uh, take up arms with the Latinos to make sure we have enough arms because these white people are coming for us. And I, I, I don't get offended, you know, so I wasn't sitting there offended. I didn't get up and storm out. But I was so fascinated by that. Because that's not real. That's not like a real thing that's happening in any way. And yet, this is not, so, and again, this is not some idiot college radical 18-year-old kid. I think the dude's in his 50s, been around the block, obviously very successful. I'm sure he's a millionaire several times over. And yet, he, in a serious heart-to-heart moment, confided in us that he really believes, just as a matter of fact, well, yeah, the, obviously white people are arming up for a race war against black people. And I just found it to be so fascinating, and I couldn't get it out of my head. I still can't. Psychologizing, how much of a world of make-believe do you have to live in to have that be true in your mind? To have something that's not true at all true in your mind? It's like my sky is green theory. Don't worry, I'm not going into it right now. But that thing I always say out there, I always put out there about how they could make half the population believe the sky is green. They could do it. People believe there's some kind of horrible white supremacy problem in the country. A noose, we've found several nooses in recent years. And every 
single one of them, without exception, was hung there by a black person. Aiming for some kind of attention-seeking thing, or even more bizarrely, sometimes it was hung there in some kind of an effort to push this lie. But my question is, if you know it's a lie, if it's so much of a lie that you have to make up things to push the lie that's in your mind, doesn't that give you a moment of pause Well, where you're going to question the world around you? If I say, I think, look, hey, I think there's somebody out there and I think he wants to vandalize my car. There's someone who wants to vandalize my car. And I find myself out there one night with my own knife slashing my own tires. I feel like that would give me a moment of pause where I'm saying to myself, okay, maybe this is dumb. Maybe this isn't really happening. And yet, what's wild is in certain circles, like I read, I read this headline, noose found at Stanford, and you roll your eyes and you laugh, and I roll my eyes and laugh. But the truth is, 30, 40% of this country, they grind to a halt when they read a headline like that, and they want to get to the bottom of it. I find it so fascinating how many people on the left, because this is a complete communist thing, live in a world entirely, 100% a world of make-believe. And then I hear all these people, and you'll hear some of these nice, quote, nice people on our side. Well, I want to come together. Why can't we come together? How can I come together with a person who lives in a world of make-believe? What, what's, what's necessary for you and me to come together with the people who live in a world that doesn't really exist. I mean, how much of that world, tell me, how much of that world are we supposed to pretend is real so we can come together? Because this is going to sound like I'm changing the subject. I'm not. I saw uh, what was Duckworth, that Senator Duckworth, was talking about uh, abortion, of course, today, because that's all these insane Democrats can talk about. And she said that same line you've heard a thousand times. I wish we could live in a world where, where guns are as regulated as women. Okay, that is a line you've heard because it's a line that gets repeated often. A lot of people believe that. You know that's insane, right? You know that's not even close to true. I could, if I wanted to, go down the list of various gun laws and how there really aren't any laws when it comes to women. And yet, how high of a percentage of this population believes that's true? And if they do believe that's true, the question remains, how, how are you supposed to come together with that person? How am I supposed to come together with that person? If I come home tonight, And the wife has lost her mind. And she says, the house is overrun with spiders and we have to burn it down. And I walk in and look around and there are no spiders. No, there's spiders in there. And okay, so I get a a bug guy out there and he looks and he says, there's like not a single spider in your house. Should I burn half the house down to come together? Tell me. I I really want to know. How are we ever supposed to come together with people who live in a world entirely of make-believe. It, it, look, and again, 
we, we just brought up this, this Roe vote to codify Roe versus Wade for all three trimesters. 49 of you voted that a woman should be able to abort her child anytime. Anytime. What makes you think I even want to come together with monsters like you? I don't. All right, I have some audio. Speaking of monsters, whoo boy, I've got a doozy for you. And I'll get to your phone calls. 877-377-4373. First, let's talk about your personal protection. Do you have personal protection? If you decide you have to run out for groceries tonight, if you can actually afford those, and you run into somebody in the parking lot who means to do you harm, someone in your family harm, are you going to be able to stop him? Get yourself a hero gun. Get yourself a non-lethal gun from Hero Defense. It shoots pepper balls. They shoot really fast. When they hit, it hurts. And then that chemical pepper cloud engulfs you and destroys you. Do you have one? No excuse. Look, you don't have to be a weapons guy or a weapons girl. Anyone can use it. It's got a laser sight. You point and squeeze. This thing has already saved lives. Do you have one in your car, by your bed? Does your husband, does your wife, does your daughter? Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE because that gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Can't believe the Beatles ripped off Aerosmith and remade that song. Disgusting. Disgusting to me. You can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Love, hate, death threats. All are welcome. I'm getting to the phones in, in like 30 seconds. Remember, this is a rarity. This is a rare, it's a choice day. Because I'm in such a good mood and I'm such a good person, Chris. Don't screw it up. No small talk. Right to the point. All right? Right to the point. First, I did want to play this little tidbit for you. This is a guest on MSNBC. I want you to listen and tell me how we're supposed to come together or why I should want to come together with someone who believes I'm a terrorist. Uh, Amy, you just heard Michelle refer to uh, the anti-abortionists as terrorists, and she has a point because the quote-unquote people who call themselves pro-life, um, they achieve this through violence. There is violence, and it is terrorism, and I think it's very important for us to recognize that it is Christian extremism that is at the root of the shame and the stigma that allows laws like this to pass, that allows justices like this to be uh, confirmed. And this does not represent the majority of feelings and beliefs of people in this country. Yeah, these people are nut jobs. All right. All right. You ready? You ready? Don't screw it up. Everyone's getting the hook fast tonight. Don't screw it up. Ben in St. Louis, or Burn, I'm sorry. Burn in St. Louis, go. If Nancy Pelosi likes the Bible so much, she needs to read Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I knew you before you were born. I sanctified you, and I ordained you a prophet. Not not too bad. Well done, ma'am. Not too bad. Thomas in Long Beach, go. Yeah, how come every time somebody gets hurt or killed by a uh, gun, they want to move heaven and earth to uh, hold the gun manufacturers accountable. But uh, when the pharmaceuticals injure people with their uh, lethal injection, you, all you hear is crickets from uh, from the left. Not only that, we uh, codified it. What, Chris? I can use that word. Look, look. I know you don't want me to be educated, Chris, but I, I, 
I can feel my skill. I can feel myself getting educated. I'm, I'm right there. I can taste it. I can taste it, Chris. All right, that's one. Two. We all know what the deal is with the pharmaceutical companies, right? I, mean, I played the audio for you a hundred times on the show, that Project Veritas audio. The audio that everybody forgot about. Like five seconds after it happened, and it's such a staggering thing. We have an FDA in this country. We have a Food and Drug Administration. And we rely on the Food and Drug Administration. I'm not saying this is how it's supposed to be, but it's how it is. We rely on the Food and Drug Administration to tell us which foods to eat, which foods not to eat, which drugs to take, which drugs not to take. And we have an FDA official, again, credit to Project Veritas, on camera. He's on camera. It's not like this is some kind of the, the, the fake thing saying, oh, yeah, all that stuff we approve. Oh, we're just we get bribed for that. Biden wants to inoculate as many people as possible. So you have to get an annual shot. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet. So you don't want to like uh, rile everyone up. The drug companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies, so they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products the drug companies the food food companies the pharmaceutical companies they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire the people who will review and approve their products we now have 10 year old boys with heart problems across the united states of america nothing and to that guy's point the second some psychopath shoots up a school, everyone wants to go after Remington. It, it really shows you how twisted up and messed up we are right now. Eric in Colorado, go. Hi, I'm, I'm really surprised that people are surprised at where we're at today. Uh, just a little recent history. Obama, when he was installed for his community organizing skills, he was a known communist. Mm -hmm. He organized government, installed people in every part of the government. Example, Lois Lerner for the IRS, who, yep. who single-handedly destroyed the Tea Party. Eric Holder, Loretta Lynch, Valerie Jarrett, none held accountable. All these agencies are installed with government communist uh, officials. Uh, 2,000 mules, zero coverage. Why? Even on supposed conservative outlets. Why? Because uh, the leak came out for the abortion. The destruction of America has been organized. It's been going on for a long time. And lastly... The 2022 election will never happen because the communists will lose power if it does. That I've heard that, that the election won't happen. I will say, look, I, 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 I don't have any problem really with anything Eric had to say there. They, they're not going to be able to stop the election. It's not, that I, it's not that I don't think they want to, by the way. Of course, these people would. These people would do everything. But there is, there is one gigantic step. You ready to feel good about something? I mean, you ready? You know, freedom is not free. We have to feel good about something, Chris. Let's feel good about something here together because freedom isn't free. We have a lot of guns. And I, honestly, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be glib. The one thing the communist has not been able to pull off in this country that he was able to pull off everywhere else he took power was disarming people. And this has been a, a huge frustration for the communists here for a long time. Americans, even though we've completely lost our way, 
we've completely lost what it means to be free and how to fight for it and things like that. Not you, but uh, on a macro level, the country as a whole, we it's in our DNA to love guns. And we have tons of them. I, I've brought this up before. Again, the United States American citizen has more guns than the entire United States military and every law enforcement agency combined and significantly more. Significantly more. We have a lot of guns. What does that mean? It means whatever they do, it always has to be limited to a point where they can't flat out scare you. They're always going to run right up to that line. And because they're communists, they know they only go forward. But at some point in time, they're going to run up to that line and they're going to put on the brakes. Like, like Wiley Coyote used to do at the cliff's edge before something hit him in the rear end to knock him off. They're going to run right up to that line and they're going to stop on a dime because they understand you can only push this so far and then you better be careful. All right. We have Roxanne Hogue joining us next. You'll, I'll explain. She's an actress, so I'll explain why she's coming on in just a second. And then we'll get back to the calls and more fun. 877-377-4373. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I just want to remind you, yes, there's an election coming in November. Yeah, it's awesome. Congress and Senate, let's let's hope we take it all back, and that matters, and it's good, and get excited about it. The real battle is not fought at the federal level now. The battle is local. All our battles are local now. School boards, county board of supervisors, sheriffs, DAs. State legislatures, this is where we need to focus, and this is where this show is going to focus. Joining me now, Roxanne Hogue, a mother and running for Board of Supervisors in Los Angeles. Roxanne, why bother with this? You don't have to do this. That sounds like a huge pain. It is a huge pain. I'm I'm calling you from the minivan because I am just <laughs> trying to cover the 440 square miles of our section of the county, but... It's important because these people have their boots on our necks. Can you explain to people why, or at least the mentality of why we've ignored these local races for so long? I mean, it's not it's not hard to get the, the local conservative excited about the Senate seats, right? The Senate's sexy. You get a suit and a tie and a pin and you, you have a staff. But no one cares about the Board of Supervisors when the Board of Supervisors has a lot more say in your life. Absolutely. Look... We, it, we don't care and we don't pay attention because we are trusting. And America is or used to be a high-trust society. It only works. I'm an immigrant from Jamaica. America works because we all look out for each other. And we allowed people to run for school board and board of supervisors thinking that they'd be public servants. Turns out, not so much. Okay. When did that change, Roxanne? Because it feels like it was five minutes ago. Now, maybe I was just young and naive. I don't know. And maybe now I'm awake, but it feels like nobody's working for us now. You're not wrong. I would say that it really happened. I've noticed it because I'm old. I have kids um, from ages 24 on down to 17. And about 10 or 15 years ago, it just became a everything became partisan look board of supervisors is a nonpartisan race there's no democrat or republican way to take care of constituents to fill potholes to you know support law enforcement but apparently especially five years ago it ramped up saying that you'd like to live in a safe place is anathema to the left 
why do they want unsafe streets? They continue to turn loose criminals. They champion these policies. These criminals, of course, go out and do more violence because that's what violent people do. I mean, it would seem that Republican, Democrat, and everyone in between would want safe streets, but that's not the case. Why? No. Well, well if you live, as I do, hashtag behind the blue curtain, here in Los Angeles, I think you get a certain amount of, we call it virtue signaling, but people who have no other way to show that they're good people, they'd rather not give to charity, they'd rather not do good works. It's just easier to say, oh, those downtrodden savages, I'm all for them. That's the only solution, that's the only answer I can come up with. Yeah. All right, Roxanne, now you are in the heat of battle here. Tell people where they can go if they want to support somebody who's running for Board of Supervisors. Thank you. You can go to superroxanne.com. And L.A. County Board of Supervisors, like all races in L.A., is a top-two race that's happening right now. It's all mail-in, ballots are due June 7th, and only two people advance. So L.A. needs a super mom for supervisor, and you can find me at superroxanne.com. Superroxanne.com. Thank you, Roxanne. Thank you. Did you hear what Carrie Lake did? In Arizona. Carrie Lake is running for governor in Arizona. Now, I've had her on my TV show a couple times. Uh, I like what I hear. I like a lot of what I hear, but I really like how Carrie Lake never, ever allows the media to decide what she talks about. And this is, this is something we haven't done on the right in forever. I want you to listen, and I want you to tell your local GOP state senator and state house guy and congressman and senator, stop being a weenie. Talk about what you want to talk about because they wanted to talk about something else. Carrie Lake, she's interested in talking about 2,000 mules and the fact that we have massive election fraud in this country. This is how it's done. I want to, I want to talk abortion here for a second. The left uh, melting down over the potential loss of Roe versus Wade. You're seeing all the same things we're seeing. Uh, and this issue potentially being sent back to the states. They are losing it over this. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. I, I saw this coming when I heard that this uh, information got leaked out from the Supreme Court. I think it really is a way to detract from Dinesh D'Souza's movie, 2000 Mules. There's no way that they can take what they've seen in this movie, and I've seen it now twice, and in any way try to tear it apart. The left is great. The media is great. The fake news is great at lying, misleading people. But Dinesh D'Souza in this movie has laid out the mules that trafficked our ballots in, and, and funneled in hundreds of thousands of illegal ballots into our, into our election in 2020. And they're trying to detract from that because there's no way that they can discount what is in this movie. It is black and white. That's how it's done. She wasn't asked about 2,000 mules. Oh, and by the way, I have this little clip. But the fellas and I were discussing whether or not we should play this for you on the show. It's a clip from 2,000 Mules. And it's not that it's not good. It's very, very good. It's that it's very visual. And I just want you to understand, this is Dinesh D'Souza talking down, or sitting down with these two experts who geo-tracked the cell phone of these mules. And they're giving you a map, and they have a map laid out. You can see it in the video. Maybe we'll put the video up on the show's Twitter and Instagram. Fellas, make sure we do that so people can see it as well. So I'm going to give you the audio version, but they have a map that, that routes exactly where this guy went. Listen to this. 
So we're going to show you a visual, a pattern of life that someone can see and look at rather than just a whole spreadsheet of numbers, being able to look at it in this manner. What you see here on the screen is a single person on a single day in Atlanta, Georgia. They went to 28 drop boxes in five organizations in one day. What are the orange dots? Those are drop boxes. And what is the blue tracks? That is a smoothed out pattern of life so that we could take the sort of the movement of the individual cell phone signals, marry them together into something that's visual so that you can see movement on the individual. To get to some of these drop boxes, you had to be intentional. You had to get off the highway, you had to go on surface streets, you had to turn in somewhere in order to get to those drop boxes. And the circles, I take it, reflect the nonprofit centers. Are that the places where the ballots originate? The stash houses, where the ballots are collected and handed to the mules to take to the drop box. I think that's something we should probably look into. And here's what's wild about this to me. Now, now I, I don't mean to change the subject, but I, I, we can't let this go. Either we have secure elections where the people will get the candidates they want, or we don't. And if we don't, then, I mean, is there another bigger priority? Is there? If your vote or my vote potentially doesn't count because we have election fraud going on, is there something bigger to talk about? And what I don't get is this. I I get why the communists don't want to talk about it. They're the ones doing it. What I don't understand is why this isn't a bigger deal for people on the right. The politicians and pundits, I'm not pointing fingers at you. I know you care. Why do people not care if we potentially have mass fraud? That took place in Georgia. What I just described to you took place in Georgia. Donald Trump lost to Joe Biden in Georgia by less than 13,000 votes. What I just played for you was one little clip of one person in Georgia. One clip of one person. All right. We still have a lot more show for you. I will get back to your phone calls, 877-377-4373. And remember, as always, bonus points. You get a bonus fart sound if you call in on your Pure Talk phone. Pure Talk. Stop sending money Every single month to Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile. They hate you. Why would you send money every month to people who hate you? And I don't mean to yell at you. I'm yelling at myself. I've, I've, I've had all three of those. I've had all three. My first was AT&T. Then I switched to Verizon. My last one was T-Mobile. I switched my whole family from T-Mobile to Pure Talk. And now every month when I pay my cell bill, not only is it half of what I paid before, Yeah, average family saves like $900 a year. It's half of what I paid before. My money goes to a company that loves this country. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. You can be switched over in less than 10 minutes. Dial pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. All right, and remember, when you call in, bonus fart sound. Dial pound 250. Say Jesse Kelly. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I have not one, 
But two pieces of breaking news that just came down in about the last minute. And hey, as you know... No, I'm not getting to him just yet. Don't worry, Chris. Journalist Jesse is all over it. And more specifically, the guys are all over it. And I'll bring it to you. But as promised, I'm going to get to some calls. Remember, anytime you miss any part of the show, and I can't imagine you would ever miss like five seconds. But if you do, just go download the podcast. iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Remember, you can email me. All your emails go to Chris. He prints them all out for me. They they come right to me, kind of. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I try to read them all. I used to say I read them all. That's a lie. I don't read them all now. No, it wasn't a lie before. There are just way too many now. So Chris has to kind of filter through the crazies. You know, he'll filter. Look, if you send a two or three page email, I'm never going to see that. I'm never going to see that again. Again, get to. Oh, yeah. We had a hundred pager once, once or twice. We've had one more than once, Chris. Jeez. Dial it down a notch. Jeez. All right, let's turn through these so I get to breaking news. Francisco in Colorado, go. So, um, I thought it was really funny how you said no small talk and all that, so I'll just get straight to the point. Um, Abortion. Uh, I hear how passionate you are, and I love it. Um, I don't understand the mentality of some people, how they can just refer to babies. I mean, babies, human beings, small human beings as a clump of cells or a fetus to when they're trying to be nice and polite. I mean, I <clears throat> that makes my blood boil so much that it makes it impossible for me to try to even begin to have a normal conversation as to why they can even begin to feel that way as to, oh, yeah, women have the right to abort a baby or Francisco. do whatever with their body. Like, okay, sure, fine, whatever. I don't Francisco, care. listen to me, buddy. Listen to me. Listen. This, this is what I found is helpful. This is just for me. I don't know this will work for you. This is what I found is very helpful. Don't get it, people. will never get it. So you don't bother with them. But you just have to figure out if that's what you're dealing with. Dehumanizing your enemy so you can kill him is a common tactic in military. Everyone does it. We do it. Everyone does it. You'd call your guy dirty racial names or something. So it's easier. Make him less than human. It lets you murder him. That's the same concept behind calling a baby a clump of cells. That's the same thing they're thinking. All you have to do is show that person you're arguing about. Don't get mad. Don't call names. Show them a picture. We have the technology now. Show them a picture of a baby at 20 weeks, 22 weeks. I mean, you could see it right there. Head, feet, body. You see that little beating heart in there if you get a, a video of it. Right. And if that person looks right, at right. that and still says clump of cells, then cut them loose because it's a don't get it person who ain't worth your time. That's all. Mike, Idaho, go. Jesse, have you ever heard of the Battle of Athens? Yes, sir. You have? Yes, sir. Okay, well, I got to Hold on, pause you. real quick, pause real you quick. Know? Everybody, for those who don't know, the Battle of Athens. It was a bunch of World War II veterans. They returned. He's not talking about Athens, Greece. This is Athens, Tennessee. And they had a very corrupt local law enforcement there and corrupt elections. And you had a bunch of salty World War II veterans who weren't going to be pushed around. And they ended up doing something about it. That's a very brief explainer. Anyway, go ahead, Mike. So I don't know if a lot of people have ever watched that movie. They actually made a movie of that. Oh. And, you know, the local folks, like you said, that were uh, uh, come back from Europe said, hey, you know, we fought uh, the crowds over this. We're not going to put up with it in our own backyard. You know, there has to come a point 
to where we take individual responsibility for our ability to protect our own vote. A lot of people think they waste their vote voting for other candidates. Well, how, how about wasting your vote by not protecting it, by not protecting the security of it? I, I would suggest people uh, grow a little mustard in uh, you know the uh, internal parts and uh, start acting to secure their freedoms and do it as best as they can without violence now. I'll, I'll tell you this to back up his point. We need to start going to the extreme on the right within the law. Extreme within the law. And here's why. The system, you know it's corrupt. I know it's corrupt. And I'm going to get to your calls and the breaking news here in a minute. You know you know everything's broken and corrupt and rotted. So do I. I okay, we get that. That's not news. I'm, that's not breaking news. If we want to avoid this whole thing going to a really ugly place, a violent place, if we want to avoid that, we cannot afford moderation now. We're in a, an official cultural war for what the future of this country is going to look like. We need to go to the extreme, the legal extreme now to avoid having to do something worse another time, another decade. We don't, we don't want to be in an ugly place 50 years from now where your kids have to take up arms. You don't want that. I don't want that. We need to go to the extremes of what is allowable under the law now. Always lawful. Don't be giving them a reason to lock you up and throw away the key because they will. Oh, I have a story on that coming here in just a second. But we need to be more extreme than we've ever been now. Not because that makes us feel good or because that's where we want to be as a country, but because that is the only way to avoid this getting to an inevitable place that is ugly. And I, I'm talking feminist ugly, right? I know, Chris, it's dark. Look, that got, that got dark. All right, it got dark. Uh, oh, before I, you know what? This is actually a good time to bring this up. Have you bought your chalk lately? C H O Q, chalk. No medical chemical filth. You know I hate that. I'm talking about natural herbal supplements from a com- from a company of patriots that loves this country so much. They called me. I didn't call them. They called me and said, we believe in what you're doing. Men have to be strong in this country. We have a product we want you to try. I've been on chalk for like six months now. My word. 20% increase in testosterone in 90 days without medicines, injections, all this other stuff. Natural herbal supplements. U.S. manufacturing. This has to be the era of strong men again. It has to be. Go to choq.com. Use the code JESSE. That gets you 35% off store-wide. Get the male vitality stack. Uh, That's what I recommend, the male vitality stack. choq.com, code JESSE. All right? All right. Now, we have some two different pieces of breaking news, and both of them are... uh, Kind of horrific. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't even know both of them. Yeah, I, we were talking a lot about the system and the corruption of the system. And I'll get back to the co- calls a little bit and stuff like that. But we've been talking about the uh, how corrupt the system is, and how many times have we had the conversation that the system, when it gets to the place it is now, where it's corrupt and terrible, what it has to do in order to save the country in itself 
is reform itself and do internal accountability and, you know, arrest people, resign, that kind of thing. But corrupt systems never do that, ever. They always just turn their sights at you. Well, remember I said that. I got two pieces of news for you. Next. For God knows where. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.